بسم الله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده وعلى آله والصحابة والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى قيام الساعة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Today I wanted to share a few reflections of my own experience with Hajj especially in the context of my role as a parent Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed my wife and I to complete our Hajj last year but this was not something that we had intentionally planned for last year. In fact, because of, while we had wanted to go for Hajj from the very beginning of our marriage, because of the food allergies that our elder son had, this was something that always was, you know, an impediment or at least made us hesitant in leaving him behind with all of those severe food allergies. But through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the months leading up to when we had to decide to go for Hajj last year, it happened that he successively passed three of his most severe food challenges for his allergies. And, you know, now Hajj became a reality for us. In addition to that, the availability of a more affordable Hajj package as well as uh, a favorable tax return, some now made the perfect storm for us to be able to go for Hajj last year. And so we decided to put down the deposit and decided that we would go for Hajj. And you know, while all of these were were signs that Alhamdulillah, finally, this was our time to be able to go, it didn't mean that those hesitations or worrying about leaving two young kids behind just disappeared or evaporated. Um, in fact, they still remained even after we had put down the deposit and made and started making the necessary arrangements. But through this process, we had something somewhat ironic happen. One of the, the details that I didn't mention earlier, the, the, our elder son, his name is Ismail. And one of the, the, the young sisters that my wife was speaking to about providing child care to help the grandparents with the kids, her name was Hajar. And so the, the irony of it so, uh, sort of hit us over the head uh, that, you know, this was another layer, another part of this act of submission, this great act of submission that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked us to do. And just like Hajar, when she asked um, the Ibrahim alayhi salam that Allahu amraka bihada has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered you to do this and then responded with إِذَنْ لَا يُضَيُّعُونَ اللَّهِ that then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forsake us. We accepted that if we submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take on this responsibility and this um, grand act of worship that we have been obligated to do, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would take care of the two that we were leaving behind, Ismail and Ishaq. And, you know, we became comfortable when this realization happened and uh, all the preparations were made and everything was good all the way up until we got in the car to head to the airport and we saw the kids crying in the the, the rear view mirror and that's when the the waterworks started for us too. Well, alhamdulillah, we got to Mecca and got to our um, apartment building which was in Shisha um, and something really interesting happened there. Um, because of where it was located, the cell coverage wasn't the greatest there. So every night you would have this little gathering on the roof of parents where 
all parents from uh, everywhere from the UK to the US to Canada, so all sorts of time zones would be up there hunched over a phone screen, you know, looking at their kids, talking to them, asking about how they ate, what they ate, how they slept, how their day was, what they played with, and then, you know, showing the surroundings. Oh, look at this mountain, and this is what I did today. I got to see the Kaaba. And you could just see the, the happiness and excitement in the air uh, on this rooftop. And it sort of made this little community of parents that uh, would hang out there every night talking to their kids. And subhanAllah, on our elevator rides down over meals, it also set, created a sense of camaraderie with the others that were staying. And they were, you know, different Hajj groups staying in our building. But it created a sense of camaraderie around this shared role and shared lived experience of being a parent. Um, and so you'd be sitting at a dinner, at, at dinner, and you'd be talking about, oh, how old are your kids? Or these are mine, and here's a picture of them. And how old? And so, and subhanAllah, that became the topic of conversation quite often amongst the parents. And all of us realized that we were there not just leaving our kids behind. Part of us was that we were there for the sake of our kids. And this was a conversation I've had between many parents that we were all there hoping that the du'as that we make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this time would be accepted for our children. And so this made um, the entire, or this thread sort of continued through the entirety of our Hajj. You know, going around the Kaaba, making dua. Every time the duas of Ibrahim salam, especially related to his progeny would come up, they now meant more. That now there was this shared lived experience with Ibrahim salam that us as parents had as well. Uh, when going um, even to the Jamarat and the, the, the Sheikh with us pointed out to um, where, you know, the, the great act of the Zibh might have happened. That once again helped us connect to the story of Ibrahim salam and the repetitive submissions that he went through, the acts of submission that he went through to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and really... Um, Submitted himself to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in so many ways related to his children. And then beyond that, what we realized was that this having our, our kids in our minds and taking up some real estate, even though we were there for this great act of worship, was actually not a bad thing. Because when we were making those du'as, being able to picture them, being able to think about them made those du'as even more sincere. And so one specific um, instance that I wanted to share with everyone today was that on the Yom Al-Arafah, we decided we had our own du'a list and we decided that we would make our du'as in seclusion so that we could be alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that we so sorely needed to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one exception we made to this, my wife and I, was that when we would be making the du'as for our kids, we would sit together. We would sit together because this is something we shared. This concern for our children we shared. And, you know, I may have made a du'a that she might have missed or she might have made a du'a that I might have missed. And our, our different perspectives as parents uh, would have made us make du'as that were different. But because we 
shared that concern, our collective ameen on those du'as hopefully would mean that those du'as would be accepted for our kids. And subhanAllah, as overwhelming that as the day of Arafah was, you know, added to it by the, the beautiful rain Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down that made it so cool that you could stay out in the day even during the hottest parts of the day. The the most uh, emotional we felt was during the time where we sat together to make the du'as, where we couldn't complete the du'as due to the emotions that overcame us. But subhanAllah, we made those du'as and we said ameen together for all of them and once again realized that this was a connection with Ibrahim salam and his legacy in him making du'a for the generations that came after him. And if we could do the same, maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would accept our du'as just like he accepted the du'as of Ibrahim salam and created a nation and made him the father of the, the great nations. The last thing that I just wanted to touch upon before uh, we end this is that another experience that I found beneficial was one of journaling during the Hajj, of um, writing down my accounts of how the Hajj experience went so that someday when my children, Ismail and Ishaq, they go for Hajj, we would be able to share the stories and reflect and think about and compare and contrast the notes from that experience. And so this is something that, you know, I, I would share as a recommendation is, is, you know, even if not during the time, the days are packed, the days are busy on your journey back or even when you come back as you're recounting those stories to your children, as you're telling them about it, maybe write them down as well so that, you know, 10, 20, however many years from now, those shared experiences can be relived and it can give us an opportunity to relive our own experiences with Hajj. Jazakumullahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.